again. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. You've got mail. No. <laughs> I need to say that. <laughs> Classic movie. Yes. So you want to introduce the podcast? You do it yes. better than I do. Oh, please. Um, you are listening to This is the Part I Don't Get. Hopefully you came here on purpose. <laughs> Babe, would you like? <laughs> would you like to say the episode number? It is episode 61. I actually know for sure this time. Yay. I'm proud of myself. And I am Bay. And I am Jay. And welcome. So welcome. And thank you for joining us today. Bay has her Canada Dry diet. I do. I have my diet. Zero sugar. Very important. Very, yeah. very important. <laughs> I think that it's my turn to go first because I feel like you went first. Last yeah, time. I think you're right. That is my scientific evidence is that I feel <laughs> like you went first last time. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't shake a feeling. I know. You got to trust your gut. Mine is very um, summer related. Oh, so is mine. Obviously, oh, good. Because um, we're just so similar. Um, because, you know, obviously it was 4th of July this past week. And um, I am, a, I know you're very, you love the summer, but I am so over the heat. Like it's killing me. It's crazy. It's, it's killing me mentally and physically <laughs> i have never been this tan oh, before you also have to sit outside <laughs> for your job all day right yeah cool. i'm getting i'm getting a lot of uh vitamin d uh, i mean like i'm not even really all that tan but in comparison to what i usually You're less white <laughs> but i mean i'm 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 sunscreening it though you know because i'm trying to trying to keep yeah. keep myself safe yes the wrinkles at bay but uh, I'm so sick of the heat. And, you know, I saw someone post something about um, kind of related to this on Facebook in a completely separate manner. And I was like, oh, you know what? This would be a good topic. I did hear one of our very favorite podcasts cover the, 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 the criminal case that's in the topic on um, our favorite podcast, my, my Favorite Murder. So if you have heard that episode get ready for some more fun stuff um so have you do you remember from that podcast if you did happen to listen to that episode it was a while ago um or do you just happen to already know anything about the lady in the dunes no i totally you totally went a different direction than i was expecting okay <laughs> i thought you were going to talk about how like murders go up in the summer or something Oh, oh, that's so funny because I was just deleting, like, delete your large attachments in your phone because, you know, I'm trying to, like, you know, have make them more space. Yeah, and I saw the little video that you sent me around Christmas time. True or false, kids? <laughs> <laughs> One of the best. Oh, with the, SNL, right? Yeah, with John Malkovich as the host. He's reading A Night Before Christmas, and then he, for anyone who hasn't seen it, and then he interjects like throughout the whole entire yeah, story. Yeah, pressing these incredibly inappropriate comments. He's reading it to children, <laughs> and then he's like, you know, it was something like something about the ladder or something, and then he's like, true or false, kids? <laughs> you know? The depression false. rates go up. In, the suicide in the rates time. go up <laughs> during the holidays. <laughs> so, um, 
so that it's funny that you just said that because I just saw that on my phone. I was like, I'm going to save this large attachment attachment because it's so funny. (laughs) Sacrificing your storage for me. (laughs) I know. I know. I I have a couple of them in there. So I got my information from people.com, news.com, Wikipedia, and ARP. You don't know ARP. No, it's like a really random article from them. So it's, so in the summer of 1974, on July 21st, a 12 year old girl is walking her beagle. Some say family dog, some say beagle. I'm going to go with beagle on the beach. And the dog wandered off and started to bark. And this is near Race Point Beach in Provincetown, Massachusetts. So she follows her dog and she thinks that she sees a dead deer, but it was actually the body of a deceased young woman that people now know and refer to as the lady in the dunes. So the lady in the dunes was found in a cluster of trees in July of 1974. There were two sets of footprints that led to the body and tire tracks that were found 50 yards from the scene. She had died what they estimate two weeks before her body was found. She was found lying face down on a green beach towel and she had a blue bandana around her head. Uh, There was no sign of struggle and there was a pair of jeans that had, uh, they were believed to be hers that were folded neatly next to her lying on the sand. Like she had taken them off and put them there. She otherwise was found naked. Yeah. And decomposition had, of course, set in by that time because it had been two weeks in the middle of the summer. So going to get a little gross here. Uh, She was nearly decapitated, uh, possibly from strangulation. And one side of her head had been crushed. Um, They think that it could have potentially been from what they called a military type entrenching tool. I'm assuming it's a big, large metal object. The head injury was what did kill her. Um, Even grosser now, her hands were also severed and one of her forearms was severed. The police think that that was in order to hide her true identity because in the 70s, fingerprints was really like the big way of identifying people. Um, And then several of her teeth were missing. So they think that they were pulled to also kind of hide her identity. So the area that she was found was not really very remote. It was in the dunes. It was um, very close to these sandy roads where people often used them and went to the beach. Um, the police chief at, um, in Provincetown, who is now retired, Warren Tobias, um, said, quote, she was definitely posed there, end quote. Posed? Um, posed there. So like put there. So meaning like she wasn't murdered there. Um, quote, she was lying out on a beach towel as if she was sunbathing, end quote. So to me, I feel like that's like when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, was she sunbathing in the sunbathing and she wasn't looking and someone came and attacked her. But I'm assuming there probably just wasn't enough blood evidence. So that means that she was attacked and then put there and it was meant to look like she was sunbathing, you know? I, uh, the thought of like moving a body and then staging it is just like you've already killed the person and then you're gonna like yeah like do something after they're dead like that's just that takes really a cold-blooded person i think that it's i mean it's like one of two things it's like either you're like really smart and you're trying to hide the reality 
or it's like a relationship to the person because they say that a lot like when they like clean them or pose them or like you know like or like put a blanket over them it's like something like shame or you know something you know to uh-huh. like some sort of emotional connection to the victim yeah or if they're like they're trademark <laughs> or you know some of them like to yeah like leave something yes. to show that it was their murder like the smiley face killer yeah. and stuff like that <clears throat> excuse me canada dry went down the wrong tube lovely mm-hmm. um so um because she couldn't be identified and it's still sadly still unidentified to this day she was of course nicknamed the lady in the dunes and even with uh, you know dna advancements and technology and everything like that over the past 40 years um they've never been able to figure out who she is and it remains a cold case to this day all they can really figure out is that she was an adult woman some say it, that she was probably in her mid to late 20s some say she could have been as old as 49 depending upon the article that you read that she was relatively fit and healthy and that she had had reddish brown hair that was in a ponytail how they could tell that from the details that i've already read i don't know um that she weighed between 140 and 150 pounds that she would have been probably about five six to five eight and that her toenails were painted pink the weird thing about because you know you assume like someone who's never been identified well maybe they don't have a lot of family yeah you know maybe there's someone who moves around a lot or you know super unfortunate but a lot of people who are, are deemed like you know the police used to call them like the lesser dead you know like sex workers and people who are homeless you know potentially you know obviously i don't feel that way i don't think that anyone is lesser dead but she had ten thousand dollars worth of gold crowns in her mouth at the time of death and that her dental work that she had had done was i have no idea what this means quote new york style it was done in a new york style end quote the crown Um, the crowns so if she has that kind of really expensive dental work she's not a homeless person you know she probably has somewhere like roots a home a family i mean i'm just guessing she might not have a family but i would assume at least a job you know some sort of social standing if you can afford that kind of dental work but i mean all that's very speculative so who knows maybe really nice well she's dating a dentist (laughs) or work for a dentist (laughs) You anti-dentite. <laughs> Maybe it was the dentist that did it. Hey, you oh. never know. So um, she was buried in 1974, and I briefly saw on online that, like, on their grave marker, it's like the unidentified body of you know. It's like so sad. So I think like they raised money for her burial. Um, in 1974, she was finally buried in October. Um, and they even um, raised funds for, for even a new new casket because the original one had rusted and deteriorated. I would think that that's pretty common place though. But um, yeah. so the police went through thousands of missing persons cases. They uh, and a list of approved vehicles driven through the area. No matches were found. 
Um, at the scene, the sand and beach blanket were not disturbed. So that did, of course, suggest what I had said that like, um, that the body had been moved. There was no other evidence other than pretty much that and like what, what was there, the jeans, the bandana, um, and like a ponytail holder. Um, and then they made these like um, facial reconstruction sketches digitally and by hand. Um, and then even in clay in 1979, I can't imagine like that being my job to make like the clay facial reconstruction bust of someone. <laughs> I mean, I guess they did that in like that show Bones a couple times, but still. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, so because um and i'll go i'll post that on the instagram that on, on the instagram on our instagram the facial reconstruction picture um that was generated um by the national center of missing and exploited children but i figured that they only did children but i guess not um she was a I'll, child at one point they <laughs> that's true that's very true <laughs> um so i'll post that there so this is uh, more about like the topic at hand. So because the mystery sur surrounding her death, um, it, you know, it continues to be the source of many different theories about what may have happened to her. So one of the popular and more recent theories um, is the main part of my topic tonight, which is summer related, is that the Lady of the Dunes had actually been an extra in the movie Jaws oh, wow. right before her death. And that the movie could potentially help solve the case or at least identify her. Dun, dun, dun. Because the movie of course is supposed to take place near the 4th of July, okay. on and around the 4th of July. So they think this because her body was found about a hundred miles from where the movie was shot. So, I mean, that's not that close, but yeah, that's I mean, far. <laughs> but it's kind of close. And um, her body was found shortly after the production wrapped of the movie. Um, so this theory, this is another like weird detail of the story. The reason why we are people like know about this theory is, and it got national attention in 2015, is because oh. <laughs> of Stephen King's son. His name is Joe Hill. So he had a podcast and a blog and he talked about this theory on both. And he and now many others have brought this theory a lot of attention. And they believe that the lady in the dunes can be seen um, in the movie on like the left-hand side of the, of the screen at about 54 minutes and two seconds into the film. <laughs> And I will post a screenshot of that on Instagram as well. Um, so it's, it's really specific. So it's a crowd scene. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it, they're like in the harbor or on the docks. Um, the sequence is supposed to be on or around, um, of course, the 4th of July. Um, and at the moment in the movie, there is, there is an, there is an act, actress there. She's an extra that does look kind of similar to the, to the sketches um, of the unidentified woman that was found. She is young, she is brunette, and she is wearing jeans and she has a blue bandana on in her hair. Wow. Um, <laughs> <What are the odds? laughs> so Joe Hill did, did note that in the movie, she is wearing a different brand of jeans than in the film um, and that 
Um, even in the very next scene, there are other women besides this particular extra that are wearing blue bandanas. Um, so he did acknowledge that his theory is just a theory and he could be wrong, but it is interesting to consider. Um, so, you know, if you really look into thinking like, well, okay, you know, this was a big deal. Like this is shot in Martha's Vineyard. There are tons and tons and tons of extras that were there on the beach scenes. Have you ever seen Jaws? Oh yeah. It's okay. been a while though. Okay. I watched it last year, you know, cause of pandemic time. Yeah. Like watching all kinds of shit trying to like make the day go by. <laughs> and I, I cannot believe that I actually, I did a little bit of a jump scare. Like that shocking, the shark really? shocked. The shark came out of the water. I was like, ah! Wow, because nothing <laughs> and then ever gets you. I was immediately embarrassed. And it was just me and my husband, but I was already like embarrassed for myself. I was like, really? You're going to scream at this ridiculous thing coming out of the water? Did he laugh at you? He did, yeah. He did. <laughs> um, because like he never jumps, ever. I don't know what your husband does, but like he's not phased by any of this stuff ever, ever. Yeah, and, very well. He, person. Yeah, my husband doesn't really like... Uh, scary movies but I mean yeah I, he doesn't really not the way I do that's for sure I think I take the cake <laughs> I forced him to watch Jaws with me because I was like let's watch Jaws it's a classic we have nothing to do we've been sitting on the couch for three months yeah we're not going in the water anytime soon so it doesn't matter I know, right and um so I don't think he had ever seen it so we watched it and yeah so there's a lot of extras on the beach scenes and in the harbor scenes and stuff um, I remember distinctly watching it as a kid and being so afraid that I was going to get eaten by a shark because I had like a cut on my leg. <laughs> if you're a little kid, you get all kinds of scrapes, you know, you fall, you climb trees, whatever, yeah. because like the little kid, like he gets like a little cut on like the swing set or whatever. And that like really stuck with me. And I was like, <gasps> Oh, that was, I have a cut on my leg. Was that the one with the yellow raft? And then all you see is like blood and then yeah. the raft, like, oh. Well, that's a different kid. Oh, never yes. mind. Okay. I don't know if he had a cut, but he might have. But I remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, I got this cut a week ago. The shark's going to smell my blood He's in the water. Know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was sure that this was going to happen to me. I was going to be the one that was taken out. Um, so, uh, well, back to the film. So the film's casting director has since died. So we can't ask that person who, who the extras were. But well, extras- Doesn't have like a list somewhere? Or? So the extras, there's definitely gotta be people who are still alive because it was a variety of ages. There's supposed to be like a family beach. So you've got young extras, older extras and middle-aged extras in the film. But at the time, extras weren't really recorded or accounted for in the seventies. So there is no record of their names from that scene or other scenes. Um, so that really does continue to make it harder to confirm or deny whether it was her in the movie. Yeah. So the police chief, Tobias says that there is a resemblance to the victim and the woman in that scene at 54 minutes and two seconds. But he also said that um, it, it's, it's very unlikely because a lot of people dressed and looked like that at the time you know a bandana in the 70s oh my gosh jeans who'd have thunk it you know that's pretty common so her body has been exhumed twice and i even read three times in a different article 
in order to try and gather DNA evidence and figure out who she is. Ground penetrating radar has been used, but nothing has turned up. Um, and they even talked to psychics. Oh, Lord. <laughs> in order to solve the case. I can't imagine like processing that paperwork. You know, like I, I assume, you know how like on the TV there was like, there's too much paperwork. You know, like, <laughs> I imagine that you would have to write that down somewhere during your investigative notes like what you did i met with uh what what was her name cleo oh god uh, yeah i met with cleo tell me now call me now <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember but something like that on the tv um yeah cleo. so um this psychic didn't work um you don't but <laughs> 20 years ago a Maryland serial killer, which I'm once after I read this, I was like, oh, I have to look this person up because they're local, uh, named Haddon Clark confessed to the murder. But um, and so like Maryland, Massachusetts, maybe it's the end states, I don't know. But police didn't believe him because the details didn't really add up. And authorities stated that he did suffer from paranoid schizophrenia. Um. And um, they believe that that led him to confess falsely oh, to so this crime and other crimes um which he had done before he had confessed to multiple other killings and in 2004 he even sent a letter to a friend stating that he had killed a woman in cape cod um so aside from the jaws movie theory there are others. Um, some people thought that it could have been another serial killer that was in the Massachusetts area named Tony Costa. He died um, on May 12th of 1974. So that he was obviously eliminated because it was before um, her death. Mm -hmm. Then other people thought that it could have been Whitey Bulger, who was this big mob boss and I think it, the movie was called Black Mass and um, Johnny Depp played him a few years ago. It was actually a really good movie. Um, and he was this like really infamous crime boss that had ties to people. I think his relative was like in like the FBI or something. So he got away with a lot for a really, really long time because um, of his political ties. Um, and he was investigated as a possible subject because there was this woman named Debbie Davis that was one of his alleged victims and she was found in a very similar way. She was found with her teeth pulled and her hands missing. Um, so he was investigated, but he was never, they could never actually say that it was him. Um, so the part I don't get is, you know, was she her. in Jaws yeah. who killed her? Um, why? why, you know, there's all so many unanswered questions about it. I mean, it was um, clearly someone that knew what they were doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have to imagine that's got to be some sort of a, a, a crime of passion moment. But I don't know. I don't know. But like the length they did to make sure she wasn't discovered, it's like, yeah, makes me think that maybe she saw something she shouldn't have seen or. Yeah, that's true. Well, that would lead more towards like the mafia. Style. Yeah, the mob guy. Yeah, that's but if we ever did find out that she was an extra in Jaws, my gosh, oh, that's so creepy. It's like that could potentially, if it were her, that would be like the last living record of her, like before she died, probably. 
yeah like see her on film well but because i'm thinking if it was well one i guess argument that it was her is that if it wasn't her i feel like that person i mean i'm assuming they'd still be alive would come up and you know say hey no that was me yeah i know right and and that's what they were saying and so many they're like there there are tons of people who are still alive and like what are the chances that she was like totally alone this ex whoever the extra really is yeah. and like saying like yeah i just showed up one day and was like hey stole me and my bandana and then left and no one knew who she was and now well, she's either not near the internet or is dead well remember our friend andrew from step and repeat podcast he that's how he <laughs> became an extra he literally walked on the set oh yes that's true and they're like here you go and he just kind of went into the crowd so i guess it is kind of possible can i say dream right like lifelong <laughs> dream with freaking uh what's his name john krasinski yes oh yes oh. i don't think that they would be able to be an extra because i'd be looking at them the whole entire time and be like <gasps> you know <laughs> be like ma'am ma'am can you uh we're gonna you need you to take off? it down yeah. i was i was listening to my favorite murder and i'm totally gonna use this phrase she's like can we turn this fan down from beyonce to solange <laughs> it would be like that they'd be like ma'am we're gonna need you to turn it down from beyonce yeah, to solange. you're overdoing okay? <laughs> you're you're too much you're too loud <laughs> there's too much happening here no one believes <laughs> that you really threw away that can that way in the recycling bin. Okay? right calm it down <laughs> but of course you know, just like the last little tidbit, you know, like, so Jaws, you know, has completely shaped and framed the way that people think of sharks, you know, mm -hmm. like, and, and I talked about them in that other episode. That they I ruined did. my childhood. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, they ruined that whole summer for me, you know, with my one little baby cut. Oh, um, one summer for you, it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not looking around for fins every time I go in. Now that I know that, like, the like they only kill like 10 or 11 people a year versus the thousands that we kill every single year and i know like they are important to the ecosystem so yeah you know and then like you have like people like that activist that like is missing all these limbs and he still like you know fights for sharks oh, right i like that guy Virgil. and then ramsey ocean ramsey i think was her name she had a big documentary about them i don't know so so the movie was based off of a book and it did come out. It came out that next year in 1975. It was supposed to be a Christmas movie, but um, I just don't understand why they would have put that out at Christmas time. But apparently Jaws is like the first like summer blockbuster. Like it's the first summer movie, you know, like, oh, the big summer movie is coming out and it's like in May or whatever. Yeah, it's always like the superhero movie. Pretty soon they just keep on pushing it back pretty soon. Oh, the summer movie, it's going to be March, you know, and like they just keep pushing it back. <laughs> I feel. Um, there were three fake sh sharks in the movie. They were all these big mechanical sharks and they kept breaking down because I'm assuming being in the water didn't do so well with them. Yeah. And they were all nicknamed Bruce because Bruce was um, Spielberg, the director's lawyer. <laughs> and maybe that's why they named the shark Bruce in Finding Nemo. Um, I don't know. He's like, I'm Bruce. I, don't know, I can't hear that name and not think about that. But um, they say, like, so there was real and still is, according to you as well, 
Jaws hysteria, you know, um, it's not a publicity stunt. Like it was real. Like people, okay. <laughs> people were really actually afraid to go into the water, like, um, and go to the beaches when that movie came out, probably especially that year in 1975. Um, like there were stories that I read of them, like clearing the, the water and the beaches because of like panic. And then it ended up just being like dolphins yeah you know so 40 years oh, I love, later i love seeing dolphins but yeah you see that fin and you can't be for sure it does look very similar yeah yeah like what the dorsal fin but yeah 40 years later um her you know murder is still a mystery and people are starting to realize that sharks are important <laughs> <laughs> yay um, we've come a long way yeah so it's not like a typical part i don't get but I just like, you know, it was 4th of July. I saw it posted on Facebook. I think yeah. that that's an incredible yeah, that's potential really story. So easy. Like, yeah, like ugh, how sad to just die. No one even knows. They had and, a couple of people they thought it could have been, but then they just, they just um, were able to eliminate them. And like with all the DNA evidence we have now and technology, they, they couldn't do anything like that. It's too and bad. even with the... Um, the familial dna now yeah you know like that third party like how they got the the golden state killer yeah um you know like you can you imagine it. if you got got it back and it's like oh oh you're a relative of the dunes lady <laughs> <laughs> oh that would actually be great my i asked like my dad i said like do we have anyone any like crazy like you know killers in our family yeah. is any like thing weird happened and he's like no nothing great uncle disappeared but that's about it i was like what wait a minute <laughs> well let's let's go back i'm sorry uh, yeah, i'm sorry let's let's back it up he like went to work one day in dc and just disappeared and like and that's no not one ever found story it for him <laughs> i think it was oh my, my dad's that. <laughs> i think it was my dad's uncle or my dad's cousin I think it was oh. my dad's uncle. Yeah. Do some investigating. <laughs> I mean, but that would be like super old shit. Like old. Hey. My father's not a young Maybe man. It's a cold case and then they can go <laughs> and you can make a Netflix documentary. I mean, you never have to I, work again. But like even like the, his relatives and like this woman's relatives, someone was waiting for this person. Someone knows something. You know, and that's just like, like the saddest one. thing is like to never know what happened to your relative, like ever. As far as they know, she you know went up and joined a cult you know and just never came yeah. back you know or she's Jeans, like bandana wearing hippies you I know mean, maybe whatever she was from another country or something and that's true she could have been traveling and so it's so far away then of course no one's yeah. gonna know to look for her in massachusetts right that's true yeah maybe she was running from somebody it was the allure of martha's vineyard that brought her Didn't do it martha well thank you for that topic that was job. um I, I was really worried we are not worried but like kind of like do we have the same topic when you started talking about fourth of july um because uh -oh. my topic is uh firework related injuries <laughs> oh fantastic so it's like, i know someone who has a, who has a, a severe life-altering firework related injury and i was just talking about oh someone about from this. camp right i think you told yeah. me yeah my dad was just talking about there's there's genius level fireworks productions that they had in like backyards on sunday and i was like sounds like a great plan dad sounds like <laughs> a great way to get your hand blown off yeah well did you hear about what happened in ocean city no please you didn't hear me. about that no 
Oh, so um, like the truck, I don't carrying the all the like act the the official fireworks for just like supplying to yeah um they started going off like right there on the beach there's tons of because of the heat or something uh they don't they don't know they're still investigating um so so it's on the truck yeah it was like a truck of fireworks i don't know why it was like on the the beach but i guess that's where they light them off but um yeah it, it was like kind of where the boardwalk is and it just shows like like just the all the smoke coming out and luckily no one was so okay so it wasn't like on the road could you imagine that oh no no, bridge or the highway well like yeah but (laughs) yeah there's gonna be some delays yeah you know the signs like expect significant delays yeah (laughs) don't leave your house well because like a hotel really close to there in Rehoboth like fell on the boardwalk what i just saw this or i didn't read it yet but like a good portion of a hotel that's on the boardwalk literally like collapsed oh my god fell onto the boardwalk i'm like geez louise and what happened in like florida i think was florida with that that was terrible things are just falling apart all over the place i know i'm like better we need to update these inspections i know right we need those safety safety people let's let's bring them out no i did not hear that well, yeah. that right there is number one. The yeah, that's work related. Injuries, I mean, that's great. I think, yeah. It's, well, luckily there weren't any, you know, I think maybe scratches or, you know, little things, but nothing, no one was severely. Oh my hurt. gosh. I could totally see my family being like, let's just plop our chairs down. <laughs> you know, well, free show, everybody. Well, free it show. was all smoke. Um, it, it, it made it like all, all over, like CNN had a story oh about God. it. Yeah. I must have my hand in the sand, my head in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll send you something later, but I uh, so it. my sources, so mine were specifically the weirdest firework injuries. Oh, please um, give it to me. There's some good ones. So my sources <laughs> were uh, a Vox.com article by Brian Resnick, um, an article called The Weirdest Fireworks Injuries Ever by Brian Spector from science.com <laughs> or Live Science. I never know which one it is. And then it, um, I got it straight from the source. The Consumer Product Safety Commission gave me some nice. statistics. Um, I can so, only imagine what they have. I don't know if you heard about this, but this is kind of just a, kind of a more, it's not really weird, but it's just really unfortunate. Um, an NHL hockey goalie was killed over the weekend. From no. A, yeah, from a firework. And he wasn't even like part of it. He was sitting in this hot tub. His name is Matisse. Kiv Lennox and he's a current player Lennox. yeah he's he was 24 oh, um so young. yeah and like even his picture he's like got like acne like he looks even younger mm-hmm. um yeah he was at his coach's house and they were all just like having fun and someone lit off a a mortar style uh firework and I guess instead of going up it went towards him and he was you know, like hit him in the chest and so what they said it was blunt force trauma like the impact okay yeah yeah so if you imagine being his mom if i was his mom i'd be like i'm taking you to court oh my god yeah i'd I'd, I'd (laughs) do like a or or the fireworks company like whoever i don't know who's at fault it's probably it's usually the user rather than yeah i can't imagine that was regulation yeah so that was unfortunate um and he played for the uh blue jackets okay yeah i'm sure you know all about that what is a blue <laughs> huh what is a blue jacket is that like a yellow jacket i think so <laughs> but it's blue <laughs> oh my God. or is it like the british 
Oh, the red coats? <laughs> oh, no, those were red. Oh, those weren't blue. Oh, God. <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. The union was red blue. Coats. The union was blue. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, can you guess which age group and what I'm going to say senior is- citizens, obviously, and toddlers. Yes, <laughs> no, definitely to get injured. <laughs> um, either teenagers or early 20s. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. And boys or girls? Boys. Yep. So boys 10 to 14 are in the highest group. Nice. And then a very close second. Ten. Yeah. Well, I, I remember my brothers getting in trouble. Because they're by, stupid. Okay. Remember my brothers getting in trouble by the, the Montgomery County police. I think they're no. going to be. Well, because it was this, this, it's always this funny story they tell because it was um, like, apparently the police officer came up to the house. They were lighting, I don't know, firecrackers or something on the porch. Okay. And then Eric, like, just be, like, like, basically bolted. Eric was like, <laughs> and he was then, probably pretty young, though. Yeah, yeah. So he was probably. I probably would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, and then, and then Brian was like, I don't know, maybe 13 or something. And he probably froze. He's <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> Eric that's like, because where yeah. we live, and, you know, people who are listening who don't live near us, but where we live, everything is illegal. Yeah, yeah, Montgomery County, you can't even have sparklers yeah so yeah you ain't getting away with it but as we'll learn there might be a reason for that (laughs) um so between 2000 and 2010 um u.s american emergency rooms treated an estimated 97,500 patients for fireworks related injuries god yeah ranging from burns to blindness like you said loss of fingers and and those are the people who actually went yeah. You know, imagine the people are like, yeah, let's put a band-aid yeah, on. Yeah, right. Just wrap some uh <laughs> some tinfoil around yeah. that sucker. You'll be good. And Bobby! So- <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, just put my finger back on. It's fine. <laughs> oh my God. So there have been 18 deaths in 2020 oh, related to fireworks. Terrible. And actually, when I was looking up information- Did it go down because of COVID or did it go up? No, it went up because firework use went up because of COVID. Because it wasn't like- Because people had nothing to done do. by the public. Okay, yeah. So they're like, we'll just light fireworks. Yeah. We'll just do it ourselves and we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, because I was trying to Google like the injuries or when I was trying to figure out my topic, like one of the questions that like auto-filled in Google was like, why are there so many fireworks going off in 2020? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I can personally attest, I know in my neighborhood, I don't know about yours, but it was nuts last year. And they were like professional quality. I was, I was so surprised. I was like, oh my God, someone was able to get their hands on that and successfully shoot it off in their backyard in the suburbs. Like I'm shocked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you really don't have to go too far to get fireworks. Like think about Pennsylvania, like yeah. where do we go that, well, well i was just in virginia yeah like 30 minutes and there was a huge fucking storage container (laughs) you see like (laughs) on like a barge just plopped in a parking lot fireworks and i'm like that's where i'm gonna get mine in a story and in a rusty yellow painted storage container plopped in a parking lot Mm -hmm. i know mine (laughs) yeah i remember when we went to north carolina um like when we were younger and like there there was we went to a fireworks store and then like there was like this curtain area where you know you would have to go behind the curtain to get like the really good stuff that probably wasn't legal only the adults <laughs> are allowed back here it's yeah like a dirty like, movie 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, come with me. You know, you need like, <laughs> your password or something. Come with me if you want to live. Like, yo, yeah. you a knock. No. <laughs> um, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yes, nothing back here. Nothing at all. Did you guys go behind the curtain? Uh, I, I believe my mom's boyfriend at the time did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thankfully. Be no fun, kids. <laughs> just stay up here kids we'll be right back (laughs) um okay so we'll go over some of the best uh ones so a lot of these happened in 2017 for some reason okay um so in 2017 a 44 year old man uh was lighting a firework and when the rocket exploded in his face throwing hot shrapnel into both of his eyes he lost some of his vision and he's unable to perceive light in his right eye and the shrapnel was not all ever to be like taken out like they took some pieces out but um there they showed a picture and it was just like little specks all over his eye like how painful must that be like that's like what happened to the person i know <laughs> oh really yeah oh it sounds like awful yeah um because i know if i get like you know like anything in my eye like how like a fucking like like eyelash you're like i'm dying there's an eyelash i'm like flush it out (laughs) (laughs) i was like eating with somebody this past weekend outside and they and a gnat went in my eye and he was like rubbing his eye for like an hour i was like oh my god that sounds like the worst but wash it out (laughs) (laughs) and then you're never really sure if it, it got out oh i know like when you swallow one Mm. oh god did i swallow it did i swallow it probably swallowed some of that shrapnel yeah right um so another 2017 incident a a oh this one is what by far the best i think um a man came to the san antonio military medical center with a rocket style firework lodged into his leg that had not exploded yet ew so is it live at that point then? Yes. Like, is it going to explode? Um, potentially. So he basically had been trying to set it off and thought, okay, it's like not working. Um, and then all of a sudden it, it, it like, I guess, shot out into him. Um, so they had to quarantine him and they called in the bomb squad. Oh my gosh. Um, they were able to get, get it out safely. Um, I guess the bomb squad told them to just put, keep putting like wet, um, like okay. or, or that makes sense yeah but they're like well make sure That's there's like no pizza bomber guy you know they're all just like watching yeah, from afar. oh God, i was thinking about that like oh that that documentary like messed me up uh- <laughs> <laughs> like the, it's like the genius or something or yeah i know something like about. the mastermind or something mm-hmm. but um yeah so but they were like just don't make any sudden movements during the surgery i'm like can you imagine the the pressure oh Actually, there was a. Did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? Some, not so, all, because like, I just kept early, crying. Everyone was dying. I know. It just wasn't worth it after a while. One, one of the most memorable episodes, like, was there was like, uh, I think it was a um, grenade launcher. Like, oh it, my god! It, it like or the, time, uh, time, jeez uh, Louise! Yeah, right? So the grenade like went <laughs> off in someone's like abdomen, and then the. The paramedic like had her hand in and that was the only thing keeping it from like oh okay floating so they had to like 
they had to like go in and then the bomb squad came in and then they all had to wear these like special like because that happens at your neighborhood hospital right you would know you've worked in several (laughs) oh every day (laughs) um come on meredith (laughs) pop his heart yeah right and um and of course the bomb like at the end like goes off and they're all like thrown like you know Mm -hmm. 100 feet and they're all like fine (laughs) of course but anyway uh just made me think of that um and then another 2017 this is the last of the two thousand it was a rough year for people apparently <laughs> a 25 year old man from indiana was killed in wait it says indiana but then it says he was killed in kentucky so i'm not sure which one it maybe is. it's indiana kentucky <laughs> yes they've merged um so uh a legal firework um I don't know why it says well i guess it was bought legally um <laughs> <laughs> directly into his chest striking him hard enough to arc, which is probably like what happened to um the nhl it, guy yeah uh he died shortly mm-hmm. after at the local hospital um and then in 2011 a 41 year old man um in indiana was decapitated after lighting fireworks that <gasps> malfunctions um this is not funny but like his neighbor described him described seeing as nothing but but his shoulders down ew he was like (laughs) 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 oh my god could you imagine standing next to somebody and looking over (laughs) oh so i of course shock alone it was a trailer park and he was like i just saw a cloud of smoke and then i went over i don't i just give him a a southern head with the shoulders down and all i saw was his shoulders down but (laughs) (laughs) oh my god sorry real real short sidebar we were watching uh the first 48 you know have you seen that show on a and e or heard of it yeah yeah okay basically that's like true stuff right yeah yeah okay basically detectives have a murder and they you know you have 48 hours 48 hours because after that the chances of solving it go down yeah so they're like going to this trailer park and interviewing this guy and he's like i don't know what he was talking about but he's like something about yeah i got a i got some kinfolk over there oh my god (laughs) he actually called them that i I don't think i've ever heard like i've heard the term but (laughs) like like, not seriously (laughs) yeah in (laughs) real life like in yeah. real life yeah like just naturally that. in a conversation kin. i've heard someone say i've heard people say kin yeah like you hear like folk you hear next of kin but like and you know they got the southern accent and he's like yeah i'm our kin folk and there's like chickens running around not even my family says that <laughs> i know right i would I, I could see maybe your dad or your grandpa saying it <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever heard my dad say kin <laughs> yeah but yeah anyway that was just my little you got a campfire over there <laughs> yeah made my day fred uh, was just from the shoulders down no. <laughs> i just gave yeah. him that name i don't know i'm like well it. where did the head go <laughs> i know oh my they found that head a few counties over yeah the dog was eating <laughs> <laughs> um so in going going back a little further in the 1940s it was reported that several I'm back children, a little further like <laughs> 70 years <laughs> just a little uh <laughs> sev- ugh, several children died from eating fireworks mm-hmm. never a good idea 
um, because they contain a poisonous substance called uh, white phosphorus. You don't say. <laughs> Who thought eating fire? There wasn't organic idea. fruits and vegetables in there? <laughs> what if maybe they were like trying to eat it and then like light, light their stomachs, <laughs> explode their stomachs? Ew. Or it's like if you eat watermelon seeds and then a watermelon's going oh, yeah. in your stomach. <laughs> I don't know. Like, cause kids like, cause you know, like how they say like they eat paste and stuff. Maybe it was like a weird color or something. And then they want yeah. to eat or it. Or maybe, maybe it's like a dared themselves. Yeah. Maybe it was like, yeah, you know, a kid that doesn't know any better, just putting stuff in his mouth or her mouth. Yeah. Maybe it was a young child. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Nasty. But, um, so kids and adults don't eat fireworks. Okay. <laughs> uh, um just in case if there was any question yes they don't taste good i don't think probably taste like soap <laughs> yeah. and death and like gunpowder yeah a little this little rusty need <laughs> mm. some mayo some seasoning on this can i get a doggy bag <laughs> um in 2000 oh this one's a good one um a 38 year old man received a successful hand transplant after losing <sighs> his dominant left hand in a fire accident uh for 13 years earlier was when the accident happened wow um, 13 years could you yeah. imagine waking up and, and having a hand again and it was from a obviously a cadaver but the the cadaver <gasps> was like 58 so it's like you have a weird like, old hand yeah <laughs> <laughs> like don't mind my old man hand terrible it's, but i know we're going to hell anyway. oh my gosh but yeah but like it's like it's like a like freaking like um frankenstein kind of thing like you, yeah. you you go to bed one day without a hand and then you yeah. wake up with one. Oh, that's so I weird know. like that's so weird i mean that's but gotta feel strange the cool thing was he was like a year later he was able to throw a baseball he was oh, able that's to neat. like turn pages of a newspaper tie his oh look at you you turned some pages you know i know he could read that newspaper front of <laughs> he wasn't yeah. that that crossword it worked out well that's good at least his body didn't reject it yeah i mean it's i guess you know if if you're kind of born obviously with both hands and and you, you know aren't used to living life without it, it's probably a nice relief or some people, yes. you know, adapt and they're like, eh. yeah, but, well, I don't think he would have gotten the surgery if he didn't want it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's I guess, something. yeah, it's kind of like beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, even earlier than the forties, uh, from 1903 to 1909, over 400 children were killed by tetanus, which was due to, uh, forgot to look up the pronunciation, but the clostridium tetani bacteria which is usually usually found in soil but because of disturbances um such as fireworks it can um you know blow the the bacteria into the air and so they then breathe it in basically or i guess it kind of just like the world's worst inhaler yeah exactly or just kind of <laughs> falls onto their lips i don't know oh my um, gosh it it's was, like freaking like Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fallout. And, and this was before the tetanus shot was available. So, okay. um, yeah, unfortunately, God, that's just like. And when you say like 400 children, we're not talking like at one time. Like these are not the same. No, this place. was over a period from 1903 okay. to 1909. Okay, because I just imagine like 400 kids. Oh, being no, no, like not like all. Okay. Like a, oh, no, no. Oh, that would be. I mean, I know, right? I feel like we would have heard about that. 
Yeah. Um, going even further back in 1810 in England. Jeez, there were it, fireworks? I know it's not. Well, they were, I guess apparently they were outlawed, but um, a fireworks maker and her child assistant were getting um, fireworks ready for King George III's 50th anniversary oh. when 200 barrels of gunpowder ignited and, quote, blew the house and another adjoining to atoms. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that sucks. Um, in 1821, a child employed by a fireworks maker set a rocket uh, by the fire to cool, let it cool, and nearly blew up the neighborhood. He yeah. was able to escape, um, but his jacket caught on fire. <laughs> Three words. Child labor laws. Yeah, not a good idea. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and I'm a manager I, and I'm 15. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. I can't even vote, but I'm going to be in charge of making sure you have a satisfactory meal. No. I can't spell the word vote, but. <laughs> um, and then later in 1825, two boys in Whitechapel, London mm-hmm. fireworks factory were blown to a quote, considerable height and were much injured. Well, they're so ramming, polite. I know. It's uh, while ramming gunpowder into pyrotechnic rockets. What could So they were just making them then? Wrong. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, cheap labor, right? A few safety paid. violations there. Yeah, just a just a few. They didn't have rusty any nails on the floor. <laughs> yeah, right. Those are probably some crazy ass fireworks, though. <laughs> probably. I can't imagine. Yeah. There's probably just a bunch of explosions probably essentially. Just like grenades. They're like yeah. here you go. Just don't pull that thingy yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that was all. Um, those were the weirdest that I could find. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm sure there'll be more, as you know, more. Yeah, July I'm sure. stories comes to light. Life or to life. <laughs> How were the fireworks that you saw this year? They were good. Were uh, they up to snuff? Were they up to 2019 they were, they were standards? Really <laughs> impressive. They've come a long way. You know, they do all sorts of shapes and. Like before it was like the finale was just like a bunch of fireworks at the same time, but now that's mm-hmm. just like the regular show, you know? I know, right? What shapes did you see? I saw, actually I saw, they did letters. I think they were trying to be oh, cool. USA. Um, I've never seen I that. I saw some hearts, some like ovals. I think they, I, I couldn't figure out what they're trying to do something with the, the ovals to make something, but I couldn't exactly tell. So still got some work to do. The colors and stuff I get and but the shapes like if it's like supposed to be like a like a like a letter or something like that blows my mind. Yeah like I I just I can't. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite of course the sparkly ones you know or aren't they all kind of sparkly? Well you know the ones are like the ones that go at the end? Yeah yeah the (laughs) ones that go you know they have some that are louder. No, no, no. It, it sounds like it, rain or something. It's like, Wee! yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, and then, but on the way back, like I can definitely see where the accents came in because we were in D.C. and there were people just lying in the streets with fireworks, and like a lot of people had those like firework guns, and they were just shooting them off. Like, oh my gosh, like in any direction, not even looking. But like, have you never seen a movie? Yeah, you know, like, like how many times have we seen that going awry? 
Yeah. Oh my God. So, it's interesting, like how you're saying, like they're all in 2017. Like when I was doing that, uh, like why do people jump in zoo enclosures? <laughs> like every story was like from the same year where people just like lose their mind in a very niche way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, yeah, it's maybe, you know, maybe it's contagious. Maybe they were just super accessible to the public in 2017. <laughs> 2017 they were like let's just give all the fireworks yeah, maybe away they, maybe they relaxed like regulations or something and then after that they're like all right let's let's make them a little bit more they strong. removed that curtain yeah in 2017 and they let everybody go to that back room <laughs> come here i'll show you <laughs> well that was good i Thank love you. i love to know like stuff that you know that it seems so ordinary but then you like reveal the reality behind it you know i love that stuff yeah and like how far back it goes <laughs> yeah you've been stupid for a long time <laughs> <laughs> you can't fix stupid yeah you can't well thank you so much for that that was good so thank you for yours everyone who is listening i'm gonna give you a challenge yet again tell one person that you that you haven't already told about this podcast and tell them that they should listen to it yeah don't tell them how bad it is just (laughs) and please uh give us those little stars you know rate subscribe um you know rating is a really big big part um of of that rather than just listening to it um and (laughs) yeah and you can uh find out more on i'll post some stuff on instagram at this is the part i don't get and jay of course will post um a link to the episode and information on our facebook page this is the part i don't get and you can always email us at the part i don't get at gmail.com tell us your crazy fourth of july stories whether it be about sharks more fireworks <laughs> all right all right that's it all right bye, bye.